up and driving when the sun goes down. The hum of 18 wheels. Lord, that's a lonely sound. I spend all day chasing that old white line. I've been on the road so long. I've lost track of time. Now it don't Hey friends, this is Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries, and we've got an awesome program for you. I know you're going to enjoy it today, and you're going to want to get more copies of this, so give us a call, 618-383-2107, or log on to lonesomeroad.org, or you can email me at gary.lonesomeroad at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now sit back, listen, and enjoy today's program from Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road. Give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you. I keep those wheels turning from town to town. There's so much I gotta see. I gotta look around. I got diesel smoke rolling. From two chrome stacks, my address is 408-414, a big blue Mac. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. Friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Channel 21, Lonesome Road Ministries, Conference Line host, and we've got a great program for you tonight. We Every Thursday at 5 p.m., that's Central Time, that's Tulsa Time, and we'll have a great meeting with uh, different speakers and a lot of prayer and praise reports to go along with the, with the meeting. So we're glad you joined us, and We'd ask you to log on to lonesomeroad.org and contact us and let us know and let us help you out there on that old lonesome road. Now I want to share my testimony in song with you. It's called At the Foot of the Tree. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. Then 
I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be and I tell everybody what's happened to me how I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past But I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus Foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree friends we hope you enjoyed that and now we got that program from our conference line and i know you're going to enjoy this testimony from our good friend john noel okay john take her away all right well thank you gary thankful to to be on the line and be part of the channel 21 ministry i've been a chaplain for quite a few years back when daryl started the ministry and, and uh, just blessed made so many friends and acquaintances, contacts, partners, um, uh, as Darren, uh, I've talked to him this week, and Darren and his wife um, have been a valuable uh, partner of ours for years, um, 
Phil and Rex there in Columbia City. Uh, him and Lori uh, take care of the truck stop over there and, and uh, our supporters of the ministry and just been great friends and partners. And ministry uh, is so much easier when you work with others. And uh, As a driver, I'm still full-time driving. I, I can't do it all. And, and uh, so I, I thank everybody that helps helps distribute God's word out here. And, uh, but anyway... Let me get into my testimony a little bit. <clears throat> I was born and raised in Michigan. I'm a Yankee, <laughs> I guess. Um, I know we got a lot of Southern chaplains on here, and so that's where my accent comes from. I was born and raised in West Michigan, and uh, still, still up there. So anyway, in the uh, real life story uh, testimony books, if you guys don't have one of these, I encourage you to get them and share them. We supply them freely through step-by-step ministries. Jim Barbaroso and Gary Stocksum and many other places uh, have them, ACT Chapel and um, Truck Stop Ministries. They're just a a great tool um, because uh, by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb, you just can't argue with what God has done in in our lives. I'm thankful for it. So anyway, um, I was brought up uh, learning about God in, in the Catholic religion and and really, that's what it was, is a religion. And uh, as we know, we need a relationship uh, with our Lord. But as my grandparents, aunts, uncles, they were very strong Catholics. I was sprinkled as an infant, went to Catholic school, first and second grade. Um, I really couldn't conform, even at that young age. Um, so after that, I went to public school. My parents made sure I received my first communion later on, and then uh, confirmation of my faith, uh, some of the things the Catholics do. um, But that was about as far as it went. We were priesters uh, after that Christmas and Easter, about the only time we'd be in church. uh, But I always knew there was a God, and and, any time I was knocked to my knees, I knew there uh, was a God to pray to. And uh, it isn't that I didn't believe, I just didn't want to submit or commit my life to walking with him at a personal level. And didn't really know how important that was either at that time. But um, So I led a very troubled teen and a wild adolescent lifestyle with alcohol, drugs, uh, smoking in front of my parents at a very young age. I was very rebellious. And, yeah, I was a hard worker. I knew how to manipulate people to get what I needed. and I just always ran life the way I would, ha- way I would have it. Uh, I always uh, was searching for the next challenge or high. Started racing cars at a young age and snowmobiles even younger than that. Later on, I raced boats. Uh, I did everything for a quick high. and I was a a spoiled little rich kid. My father was in the boat business and had a very successful business most of the time. It was volatile. It had its ups and downs as any uh, recreational business does. So I was brought up a very poor steward of resources we threw away money left and right but uh, we had the money and that did not help us so (laughs) it actually caused issues for me being able to buy alcohol drugs racing toys led to a very fast lifestyle but it never brought me any lasting joy it only brought a lot of misery in my life actually Um, at age 18 um, young gal that i was dating um, was killed in my presence um, because we were in a place that we shouldn't have been. We had been to a fair. 
we were, I was, had demolition derby cars with my cousin. Um, there'd been drinking going on, but we were unloading in the middle of a dirt road out in the country, and a drunk driver hit us and uh, killed my uh, girlfriend and injured some other people. Uh, it was very tragic, and uh, I had time to pray a lot when I lost her, and I knew uh, there was a God, and I cried out to him, and he got me through that, but uh, again, I, I still didn't commit or submit my life to the Lord at that time. You know, I just, uh, I knew he was there, but I I wasn't ready, so later on in life, I was married and uh, went through a divorce in my uh, late 30s. I had two sons that were not brought up knowing much about the Bible um, or the truth of it. Um, I feel very sad that I was not the parent they needed, you know, a godly parent, um, bringing up our children in the way we should. And the fear and admonition of the Lord. Um, but I was a workaholic, a raceaholic. I was too busy for them. And that's one of the reasons I went through the divorce. So I am still a truck driver. as a truck driver on the side at the time. Um, always been, always been a driver on and off my whole life, but, um, uh, that's not a good field for marriage either uh, because of the separation being God all the time. Um, but after that divorce, I went through uh, bankruptcy even. Um, that's when I really got back on my knees and did a lot of praying at that time. Again, I still didn't submit yet. Um, yet I, knew, knew, I knew I needed to and, uh, make a solid commitment to Jesus but uh, to let him become Lord over my life. But... Um, I needed to let go of the demand, demanding my own right to make my own decisions and without including him in my decisions. Uh, there's just no hope of him blessing him. I can remember pulling to the side of the road and praying a sinner's prayer in my late 30s. And um, James Dobson was running, focused on the family at the time, and he gave a message. And, and I truly understood at that time that I needed Jesus as my personal Savior and needed to submit to him and I tried uh, I got involved with the church and the very first class they put me in was a finance class and they showed me how I needed to tithe and honor him with my first fruits and, um, and I just didn't understand that and I couldn't believe that I could uh, spend 10% of my income to the church and you know that he could bless the 90% that was left but I, I just didn't under I couldn't comprehend it I had race cars and race boats and business and I didn't think I could afford to give 10% of my income to any church. I had too much money for that. <laughs> but God took care of that a short time later. That's when I went through my bankruptcy. And, uh, um, again, that's a submission issue. Um, it was not submitted or committed. But but a little later on after that, I, I met my current wife and uh, my last wife, <laughs> Um, she has been such a blessing, and I'm so thankful for her. Um, she was a career woman at the time in the golf course country club business, and I was still in the boat business and had semis on the side, too. But uh, We wanted to have a Christian wedding. Uh, she was brought up Reformed, and I come out of the Catholic faith. And I knew that we had to have God in the midst of our relationship, and uh, she had never had any children and wanted to have a child with me, and I... Uh, believe I failed miserably in raising my own two boys, but, um, and I didn't want to do that again, so um, I didn't have the Lord in my life at that time, but we knew we were going to do this, and we were going to have to bring up a child in a Christian environment, so we committed 
that to our marriage right from the beginning. God blessed us with a church family, a small non-denominational church, uh, really walked with us. Uh, I was still a truck driver in the boat business. My wife was managing that country club at the time uh, when she got pregnant. It was tough for us to go to church, but we figured out how to do it. And, and even when we went separately, we would go um, to get get strengthened and get closer to God through his word. And, and uh, it was just a blessing. But again, we struggled with being involved in church and getting filled so we could be a blessing. But God took care of that. He brought me out of the boat business and into uh, truck driving full time. And my wife's country club actually closed its doors and became a public golf course so she was out of that business and eventually we started looking for a new home church we were blessed to find a church that taught uh, the balanced word of god and taught the absolute importance of a daily personal relationship with jesus christ and, and inviting him and allowing him <laughs> to be lord over our lives every day every hour every minute we were both baptized in that church about six months after we joined. Both of us were fully immersed and came up out of that water. A new spiritual creation, and really that was my spiritual rebirth, I believe. For me, it's different for everybody, but um, I became hungry for uh, the Word of God. and It came alive to me uh, like never before. But both of us have been on a journey since then, and we haven't looked back since uh, uh, for those uh, yearning to connect properly with God, there can only be one truth and one way to God, not multiple. Uh, Satan has brainwashed many to believe there are multiple ways. As long as true Christianity isn't one of them, <laughs> you choose. Uh, that's his plan. Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, as John fourteen six says. He's the only one um, who paid the penalty for our sins and totally... Uh, has totally forgiven us so that we won't be held accountable on Judgment Day. Um, so we would not have to pay um, for them our sins by suffering for eternity in hell like others who reject the free gift of eternal salvation that he offers to everyone. I pray that others would find that same truth and, and that more would be transformed by the Word and the Holy Spirit setting them free from the sin that separates them from God. God's unconditional love, uh, unconditional acceptance. Once we are connected with Christ, um, the peace that surpasses all understanding, and uh, that joy that's just so un unspeakable, uh, he gives it to us. It is real. I found a lot of things that brought temporary, unfilling happiness in my life. I've been very blessed, a spoiled, rotten kid, <laughs> uh, but nothing has brought the lasting joy of serving the Lord and serving others so they can come to know his saving grace. Nothing else brings satisfaction of pouring your life into helping reach lost souls. It's all about others. As my brother Gary always says, it, and it came from his mentor years ago, it's about others. And uh, that's what it has to be, about loving God and, and loving others. That's what he wants us to do in whatever way he gifts us and calls us so. But just to see them, help them grow in their relationship with the Lord, uh, because engaging in these activities is what blesses God the most in how we live our lives. Uh, we not only bring him joy, but we'll, we will reap eternal blessings ourselves, uh, eternal rewards. Um, several years ago, God called me to become a chaplain for the Ministry of Transport for Christ, and even though it 
it took me a long time to come to Christ. Along the way, I had stopped at other trucker chapels and other uh, ministries over the years when I was trucking and picked up devotionals and CDs and had some fellowship or just went into the chapel and cried and prayed. It's a blessing that these ministries are out there for truckers that can't get home um, to a church or have a hard time finding a church that they're comfortable with. God has also called me to network with other truck drivers and distributing Christian literature for the truck truckers freely and have various truck stops around the nation. Our primary focus is to make free Bibles available for truckers, but also place other trustworthy Christian literature in the truck stops for them as well. Just to uh, reiterate, that's the end of the testimony in the book. Uh, there's about 24 or 26 other testimonies in this little book here. Uh, quite a few of them are Channel 21 chaplains, so it's a way to get to know some of your brothers and sisters in Christ and people that are in ministry, so I encourage you to pick up one of these books. But... Um, I just have been uh, blessed to uh, find these ministry partners, find uh, good resources. How I got into the ministry of Good News Distribution is finding help for others. I have a heart, God has put it on my heart anyway, to to want to let others know where to find good information. Of course, the Word of God is the best information, but um, some of us... Um, Need the milk of the word, as my brother Daryl's given good messages on over the years. The uh, you know the meat is the word of God, but sometimes we need to start off with devotionals or trucker testimonies or whatever um, CDs, uh, audio. We come to know the word by hearing the word. You know, I just so thankful for Gary's ministry and uh, others that produce audio because uh, audio is so important to. Uh, for especially people that struggle like like myself with reading and uh, but anyway I just uh, was finding different things at these chapels that helped me and and then I would share them with others if I found a uh, a book on you know marriage or a book on um, beating pornography or beating you know dealing with this issue or that issue I would uh, pick them up and share them with others and and, uh, and we started buying Bibles. Um, from uh, Greg Laurie, a, a New Testament um, that had helps in it to get, uh, I would give those to drivers and I'd leave them lay in driver rooms and um, TV rooms and chapels and different places. And, uh, and then God just, uh, if we're faithful with little, he'll give us more. And he, he just kept opening doors, a Truckers Friends Network, a local ministry in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I'm from, um, wanted to uh, kick up their distribution of Bibles. They, they had funding to buy Bibles. and um, It was a blessing because I was going broke by myself. My wife was trying to figure out how we were going to keep doing what we were doing. And, and God opened the door for truckers' friends to want me, you know, give me the thousands of Bibles, as many as I wanted. And, and we partnered with the trucks to, uh, trucker chapels through Transport for Christ and set up distribution points at uh, um, different ministries that Transport for Christ had. Uh, um, ACT out in Brownstown. Gary uh, has been a partner with them for years through Lonesome Road. Uh, 
but we set up different places for drivers to be able to pick up cases at a time and distribute them. And um, it was just amazing how God uh, networked all these different ministries. And um, Truckers Friends has produced over six hundred thousand New Testaments with trucks on the front. You know, specifically trying to through the trucking community, and they. I don't think they've mailed hardly any cases. They've all been distributed through volunteers um, like Martin Minnick and Sue Short, Lillian Johnson, Darren and Lori Miller, Bruce Phelps, Bud Kessmerick, Chris Wheeler, David Wolko, Howard Boylan, James Henson, Marshall and Marion Wright, Mike Sisko, Oscar Staver, Raymond Decker, Todd Brown, Gary Rayburn, and that's just a few of the 21 chaplains, Channel 21 road chaplains that have distributed those over the years and partner with other ministries. Uh, but it's just, it's amazing to, to have uh, that many Bibles go out uh, around the around the world, actually. Some have went overseas. But, um, and then uh, after that, I got um, decided to print our own uh, King James Bible because so many ministries wanted KJV and the uh, Another God thing, a local pastor had produced a, a King James Plus, and I was not brought up with King James, and it was hard for me to read, but I knew ministries wanted it, and they wouldn't use anything else. So um, this local pastor uh, helped produce one specifically for truckers with uh, trucker applications and uh, commentaries. Um, made it larger print so it's readable, tried to make it affordable for ministries that were distributing stuff that was so small a print and with no help, just a wall of words with no chapter headings, paragraph breaks. This pastor put all these things in this uh, New Testament. And, uh, and then we incorporated a Bible study, uh, one of the Transport for Christ chaplains from Grand Rapids and put together with the local church. And then we, me and my wife, put that in there there's a question or at least one for every chapter of the new testament kind of a memory memorization and, um so it's and then the links to ministries uh, that can help truck drivers out here on the road um just been a blessing and we've praise god we're up to in four years uh, over 45 almost 50,000 of them now 27 20 oh yeah way over that yeah, we're up in the 60,000 60, range in four years, um, so that's been a blessing. And again, they're all distributed through uh, partner ministries, and uh, ACT, Association of Christian Truckers, Truck Stop Ministries, uh, Jackson, Georgia. Martin was just talking about that earlier. He, he brought them 10 cases and, and some trucker testimony books and Gospels of John. They're a, they've become a great partner because... Uh, oh, Joe Hunter, he was KJV only, and uh, he would never take our free free uh, NASB Bibles. But uh, And we still deal with a lot of Transport for Christ chapels, the original ones in Canada, and a uh, few of them in the States that still distribute our materials. Uh, uh, Mona Beetle with the, with the Women's Trucking Ministry, uh, Power of God Trucking Ministries, um, they're great partners in uh Truckers for the homeless uh, down there. David Wolko is a great partner. So it takes a it takes a, a 
a group, as Gary always has the, the threefold cord conference, and I've been blessed to be part of that for oh, many years, and met a lot of ministries there. And to network together, you can do so much more. Um, I have partners in, in in our ministry. You know, Gary's a big part of it. Lonesome Road, we do the uh, truck show at Louisville together. And, uh, Channel Twenty One minute chaplains are. Uh, partners. Uh, I work with CRI, uh, Christian Resources, uh, Mission Cry out of Fowlerville, Michigan. They distribute uh, Bibles overseas and Christian books and surplus materials, um, about 20 containers plus a year uh, to different countries. And I work, work with them, uh, picking up and distributing uh, used Bibles, uh, donated materials, and step-by-step uh, -step ministries is a Jim Barbarossa is a great uh, man of God that has a heart for sharing these real-life story testimony books with others, uh, and they're uh, just a great tool that uh, can be used no matter what your denomination or your affiliation, uh, especially for people that haven't come to know the Lord. Uh, getting uh, getting somebody's testimony um that we've been through, what God has brought us through will encourage them that they too can uh, find God's grace. And uh, So I'm really thankful for the, uh, that ministry. Uh, Keys for Kids, uh, we get, just got four pallets last week of donated um, children's devotionals and even teen devotionals. We try to use some up ourselves, some with local ministries, at other ministries, uh, and then we ship uh, those overseas also through CRI. And then I, I still partner with uh, Truckers Friends Network, and again, they produce 50,000 New Testaments a year, and they've done that for uh, 11 years now. And uh, So they uh, couldn't do it without everybody that's involved with it, and I'm sure I missed, missed some because uh, there's just so many that are networked with us, but Gary's been a big part of that, and uh, I'm thankful for his heart for networking all these ministries uh, and individuals and drivers together to uh, to share the gospel. And, uh, and we get away from the denominal, denominational aspects of you know, and focus on the essentials, um, and that's Jesus and His Word going out the grace and the, the Holy Spirit to discern the word. I have a little sign or sticker on a lot of our Bible racks, you know, that says, uh, uh, check it out and pass it out. These materials that I, the check it out is in, uh, being a Berean. And I've, that's found in uh, uh, Acts 17, 11. And then, uh, NIV here, it says uh, Paul and Silas were in Berea, and that, they, that night the believers sent Paul and Silas, well, let's go to 11 here, and the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth, and that's so important that we become a Berean and, and you know, because we can listen to lots of podcasts and lots of issues and lots of preachers, and uh, especially in the, 
the last days. There'll be a lot of tickling of the ears and a lot of false teaching. So it's okay to listen, but we need to go to the Word daily to see if these things were so. So that's what I tell people to check it out to make sure it's good stuff. And we try to we try to vet. I try to listen to and read all these things before I distribute them and, and make sure that it's good stuff, you know, and it, it aligns with God's Word. And None of us is perfect. God is, God's ways are far above man's ways. Anybody that tells you they got it all figured out, <laughs> um, there's the ones I kind of don't pay that much attention to. But um, And then the other part of uh, checking it out and then passing it out is freely in uh, Matthew 10, 8, it says, freely we receive and f- so freely we can give. And almost all the resources I get are free. The only thing I'm paying for is uh, the King James because we're printing those ourselves in, in Michigan. Um, but other than that, uh, all these materials that I'm able to distribute to other ministries, uh, because drivers and ministries help transport them and store them, and, um, we receive them freely and we give them out freely and it's a, it's a blessing to be able to do that and uh, but i was reading the, that matthew 10:8 is actually the second half of that verse that says uh, freely uh give as freely as you have received freely and they call it 10:8b but uh, i was reading the, the word today and it, uh, if you read 7 and 8 uh, it talks about the commission uh, Go and announce to them, the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, cast out demons, and give as freely as you have received. Um, So again, by our testimony and by, uh, that's why I I have uh, this ministry of good news distribution is I've, I've received so much that I want others to know about it. And it comes. I don't think you can do any ministry without uh, love for others and, and love for God. Uh, I don't do it to earn those jewels for my crown in heaven. I, I do it because I, I'm so thankful that I found truth. You know that I found um, victory. I found uh, assurance of our salvation. Assurance of my eternal destination and i just want others to to find that same truth in the, we wear t-shirts uh, uh, got truth and it shows somebody handing a bible you know got milk got truth and on the back it's, it's john fourteen six. you know jesus is the way the truth and the life and uh, there is no other i mean there's no other way um all those other religions and works and um, nothing is going to bring us to Christ ex- or to God except Him. He said it. It's not my opinion of it. Um, it's not my church's opinion. It's what Jesus said. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And and just letting others know that um, is so important. One other verse that uh, I always like, you know, I usually have it memorized by heart, but it's uh, the fruit of the Spirit. And it's one of the reasons I always knew God was real, and I, I knew that Christians uh, that were truly walking with the Lord bore good fruit because they were connected to the vine. You know, as John 15 says, 
that we have to be connected to him. But, but in Galatians 5, uh, 22 and 23, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And all these verses I've been reading, this happens to be out of an NLT, which is a paraphrase of modern translation. And um, I'm not a very good reader. Uh, that's why I'm reading out of that. Uh, I have a King James on my dash, and I, and I have one, and, and I know it, it's the preferred of a lot of people that were brought up in memorization. Um, but I've used so many Bibles over the years. I started out with NIV and even with Trucker's Friends Network. We distributed NIV, then we distributed uh, uh, ESV. Now they distribute uh, uh, NASB, and they're all respected uh, modern translations. And I think any translation that is read is a good translation. But if you're going to go to a church and be in in a Bible study group, you need to have the translation that that church uses. Um, and for memorization, it, it's better to to not bounce around. I've bounced around from NLT. I used to distribute those and bought those. And it's just uh, it's just easy for me to read. It's one of the first ones I read when I became a Christian. So that's. Uh, but I. Uh, I. Uh, just want people to read the word or listen to the word. Uh, the new uh, QR code business cards that we handed out thousands of at the uh, truck show um, brings people to the Good News website where there are 15 um, of the best Bible, free downloadable Bible apps to put on your phone and listen. Um, I distributed thousands of uh, Gideon's Bible apps uh, for the past few years, and, uh, and for some reason, they don't want to distribute them as much as I've been putting them out, or, or they can't keep up with it or something, But so I just uh, decided to come out with our own, and, and I, for me, actually, it's easier to audibly listen and follow along in my King James Bible. That's how I proofread our New Testaments that we produced, is I listened audibly uh, through UVerse and both uh, the Gideon's app, where they have uh, dramatization or dramatized uh, reading of the Bible, so it's not monotone and boring. You know, it's it's and you know when there's somebody else speaking and it's a little more active. And so I really like the dramatization, um, but that helped me proofread the King James from you know the New Testament from cover to cover, and uh, and uh, and I do know uh, in uh, Romans 10:17 it says you come to know the word by hearing the word. So uh, I'm I'm an advocate for people using audio. Um, but anyway, that's uh, my story. Um, I just am thankful for the ministry uh, opportunity to uh, share this message, and I encourage everybody to find uh, their calling to sit and listen i'm a a martha a lot i'm really busy about doing a lot of things and running around like a chicken with my head cut off and 
but Mary sat at God's feet and listened, uh, and did. And Jesus said that uh, that was the one good thing she could do is uh, sit and listen. And, um, I think we all need to do that to make sure that we're in the will of God. And He 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 doesn't really need us to do anything except to love Him and love others. And but He'll show us how to do that. And, um, use the gifts and talents and abilities he's given us. Um, but it's best to do it to his will. And, uh, cause I've tried to say, come on, God, let's do this. And that just makes him laugh. <laughs> he, he, you know, and that's been one of my downfalls my whole life is, you know, running way ahead of God. And, and uh, I'm, I'm learning as I get older to, uh, to listen, but, but God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And we're all using our gifts, uh, the way he wants them, wants us to, and, and they're all important. We're just pieces of a large puzzle. Um, all those pieces are important. If one's missing, the puzzle's not complete, but one is not bigger than the other. They're all the same. You know, they're just different. And, uh, you know, the people cleaning the bathrooms at church or shoveling the parking lot or opening the door are just as important as that pastor up on stage or you know, the ladies in the back room changing diapers in the kids' nursery. Um, we're all um, part of the body and all needed in whatever way God um, has called us. And, and you'll know if you listen, if you sit still, and if, and if you have uh, a passion for it. And, and I have always had a passion to sh- share uh, as much as I can um, you know, people wanted me to focus on just the Bible for many years, and um, it's one of the reasons I stepped down from Trucker's Friends Network. They only wanted me to do things one way, and, and their version. Uh, but I, I knew there was a need for a King James version, and, and uh, I knew there was a need for kids stuff. And knew there was a need for uh, CDs from, you know, now it's podcast cards and radio. Uh, most road radio cards, you know, there's, but I know there's a, a one message, one gospel, just different delivery ways. And uh, I'm just thankful that we can uh, network with all these different ways of delivery. It's exciting to me. So anyway, that's my uh, two cents worth. And, uh, I thank you all for listening. I pray that it'll bless somebody. Um, anybody wants to get involved with good news distribution, um, you can give me a call at 616-262-6081 or go to our website. Uh, we uh, are always looking for others to help move these materials around the world. Right now I have a warehouse that I need to uh, put everything in a semi-trailer for the summer. I'm only allowed to use the warehouse during the winter months, and I have over 30 pallets of materials. We just got four new pallets this week of uh, real life stories, the new military or uh, veterans edition, and a number eight edition. Um, we've got Spanish um, real life stories. We have Spanish Bibles. We have just we have a lot of resources, and I need to get them out. And, and I can't do it by myself. I'm just a driver, but I got 30 days to to clear some inventory out. You know, some of it can go overseas, but I don't want to send all of it overseas. I want to see where we can use it right here in the good old US of A because we need the Gospels uh, right here too. So, But anyway, 
Uh, Gary, you got anything I missed you think I should add here? Well, uh, you pretty well covered everything, I think. What's your website again? Uh, goodnewsdistribution.com. Okay, all right. And, um, yeah, this, you're talking about this warehouse you've got to get empty. Uh, where's it at? That's up in the south part of Grand Rapids in Byron Center, Michigan. Okay. It's a produce okay. warehouse with loading docks and high-lows. Um, I, can, I can store the stuff on the property in a semi-trailer, but it's really easy to get at when I could use the whole warehouse right now. But um, I, like, I don't have enough room in the semi-trailer to put it all in, so. We need right. to so people what, to pick what, it up. That's where we're based out of Grand Rapids. Yeah, we need to. Uh, all the chaplains need to to uh, get as many cases as they can and and uh, uh, be the warehouse. There and you go. that way, yeah, we could uh, spread all these Bibles around all over the country. Just in in our well, you know, I can I can house several cases down here and then i know other chaplains can probably do the same thing uh martin he's always got room in his sleeper (laughs) yeah he's but he hauls 20 cases at a time like you said he just unloaded 600 pounds in georgia this week and he's still got another eight nine or ten cases on the truck so he's a great warrior for the kingdom you know, Bruce, yep, Bruce yep. has drove up here, uh, you know, different James Henson has helped us, just lots of different people have picked him up, but we got to put a move on in yep. the next 30 days to get a bunch of stuff out, so. Yeah, okay, well, we're going to have to all work together and do that. Uh, that's what I love about uh, your ministry and, and your heart is it's always been about networking and working together with others, and that's the reason Uh, God put us together so we could work together. Others, others, let this my motto be. Let me live for others. I might live hungry you fed me thirsty you gave me drink naked you clothed me a stranger you took me when I was lying oh so sick you came to visit me when I was locked in prison it was me you came to see others others let this my motto be let me live for others i might live for thee lord when did i see you hungry when did i feed you when were you so thirsty lord that my drink would surely do when were you a stranger when did i take you in 
When were you sick or in prison? Lord, please tell me where Others, others Let this my motto be Let me live for others That I might live for thee Others, others Let this my motto be Help me live for others I might live for thee My child, whatever you did to the least of these, you did it unto me. with the song that Ann wrote for our mentor, Ray Sisk, and his motto was others, yes, others, let this my motto be. Help me to live for others so that I might live for thee. And that's what John Knoll and Lonesome Road Ministry and all the ministries that we are affiliated with were all about others, reaching out and helping someone rise up to more than they ever thought they could possibly be. Lord, Lord, I hear you call. I hear your knock at my door. Come on in and ease my pain I've never felt hurt like this before The darkness has covered me from inside My shame no longer can I ignore Yes, it's time I realize Jesus is Lord Lord, Lord Come be my friend Please, Lord, forgive me Wash away my sins I surrender my life is yours Jesus is Lord 
you like to get closer to God than you've ever been. It's as simple as saying a little prayer, asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart, asking Jesus Christ to fire you back up like you was when you first got saved. Whatever the situation is with you right now, we want to pray with you. All you got to do is pray a simple little prayer. It can be as simple as, Lord Jesus, Forgive me for my sins. Lord, I want to do more. I want to be everything that you've called me to be. Take out my stony heart and give me a brand new heart. I will live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name.
We hope you've enjoyed today's program, and this was recorded off of our conference line that we have every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central Time, and you can join us on this conference line. We would love to have you join us. All you have to do is dial 727-731-5062, Thursday nights at 5 p.m. Central Time, and... Uh, if you can't join the conference line, then we want to hear from you. Give us a call uh, here at Lonesome Road Ministries, 618-383-2107. And if you can't give us a call, then just blow your air horn as you're driving by. <laughs>
headlight blind you on a rainy night Steep grade up ahead, slow me down, making no time But I gotta keep it rolling Those windshield wipers slapping out of tempo Keeping perfect rhythm with the song 